It's the, sponsored it's, by number three. It's a Sesame Street it episode. We're brought to you by the number three <laughs> and the letter ah. <laughs> Welcome to the Thoughts on Digital podcast. Ideas and insight about the ever-changing world of digital marketing. How's it going, everybody? My name's Adam Levine, and I realize I've done these for a little while, and I haven't properly introduced myself. I am the director of video and animation production here at All Things Media, and today I'm sitting down with Angel Delgado. He's the supervisor of video and animation production. And today we're going to be talking about visual storytelling and sort of, uh, you know, uh, unpacking some of the things that make it, you know, make a video more entertaining and more interesting and just help you connect with your audience um, you know, when you have, whether a product or a service that you're trying to, you know, to put out there. So, uh, how's it going, Angel? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, visual storytelling is, you know, there's, there's obviously the element of framing your subject and making sure that, you know, lighting looks really nice and you know what you're doing with, you know, audio and, you know, visual storytelling is of course, you know, on the film side, exactly what it sounds like, you yeah. know, making sure that your story is told in a compelling way. But in a marketing sense, it's, it goes a little bit deeper than that, right. right? A lot of marketing is focused very heavily on the product or service that they're trying to get someone to purchase. Yeah. But as a result of that, there's a lot of noise that comes with it. You know, you know right now, there's so many avenues for marketing to, to, to hit somebody. You know, you've got internet, you've got apps, you've got things like Instagram, Facebook, right, all right. marketing is coming at you from every angle. And when a marketer just puts something out there that is very clearly just trying to just, just screams, buy my product, use my service. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's either too blunt and obvious, or it's, it's fear-based, you know, you need this, you know, 10, right. you see that all, all over the web, 10, 10 things you need five things you need to do, right. you know, and you know, scare tactics. And you're like, oh, I guess I, I guess I need this, you know. But in reality, it's like, you do I really need it? You don't need any of it. No, not, you know. And, and for the most part, um, people are wising up to that. And so that that creates a lot of uh, a lot of disconnect from, you know, ever finding who your real target audience is. Mm -hmm. So one of the one of the things that, you know, we've been talking about is finding um, an empathetic connection with your audience. So in other words, if you've got a subject in the video, that person has something that's very relatable to your core audience. Mm -hmm. So if your core audience, um, you know, doesn't make a lot of money and is, is trying to find like, uh, who, I, I think there's a, an app out there right now. It might be, I think it's Robin hood. It's sort of like a, a, a financial, um, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. A stock, you know, yeah. trading app. They make it look easy or something like they that. They make it look easy, but if you watch their commercials, right, it's a product that is an app that you can do, like, you know, tr trading on, mm -hmm. right? And that's that's great, and they're making that easy for people. Well, at the, you know, they could just say, hey, we have this really easy app. You should get it because you can trade real easily. Right. All right, well, that that's not that compelling in this day and age because mm -hmm. there's so many things and other competitors that do the same type of thing. If you watch some of their commercials – a lot of the marketing that they're doing is they're trying to get very clearly um, a younger a younger demographic, mm -hmm. and they know that those people don't have a ton of money right now, right. but they could. And so when you see those people in that commercial using their their product, they're not just um, you know sitting around their their house 
just checking their stocks. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working three jobs. They're, you know, right, right. on their lunch break, they're checking the stock, mm-hmm. right? So like the person who's watching that is saying, yeah, I get it. You know, right. in between shifts at the restaurant, I, I could be doing that. Right. That's me. Or, and they have like six or seven different, like, you know, scenarios where it's like, okay, y- you can clearly see that those people are hustling and those people are working their butts right. off and they're trying to make it. And that's who that's for, because it's not just well, you already have all this money. Why don't you just easily, <laughs> you know, click? Because you know what? It works for that person too, yeah. but that's not who they're trying to get. They're trying to get the people who don't have a ton of money. But that those commercials, you you watch them and you feel like, that's me. I can do that. Right. You know, I I am that person. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's sort of, and that approach is a, a lot more effective than a scare tactic mm-hmm. or just showing your product. Right. So I think I think that's that's an interesting way and an interesting shift in marketing that's been happening over the last few years. Um, have you seen anything anything similar to that? Or so in my personal experience, I'm sure you've seen the um, Tasty videos yep. on Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a couple of them, and the way that they shoot their videos makes it seem like cooking is so easy. And I decided to give it a try one day. Was it easy? Like when you did it, did you did you find yeah, it to it be was. easy? Yeah, yeah. But it, did you find that you were doing something that maybe you wouldn't have done? For like, sure. Maybe yeah. you would have gotten a slice of pizza. Right. But you were like, that doesn't look that hard to do. Right. I yeah. I can't be so lazy as to not just yeah. do those like five six steps. It'll take a half hour and it's then like I'll have like one food for a videos, week. You know. Right. Yeah. But but uh, I think that's interesting. The tasty videos are are an interesting example because they're they're not you know. They're not even selling a product, right? I no, mean, I, no, they're not. Are are they pairing with like you know? And buy Crisco, it'll help you. Like, are they pairing with things? I don't know enough mm. uh, enough about them. I'll be the honest. The ones that I've seen, uh, they I, just I show. Seen, they, they just show the ingredients, but not like brand specific. Right. So that's interesting. That's that's you know driving eyeballs to their to their video mm-hmm. and recipes, and I, I'm not even sure what the business model is there. You know, I'm sure there is I'm one. I'm pretty sure it's just like ads. Like they get it's paid be. for, it's just ad revenue, I guess. Okay. <laughs> let's let's talk about um, brands that try to uh, try to have a, a bigger purpose, right? So mm-hmm. one of the things that is a little more engaging for your audience is if you as a company have a mission statement that's a higher purpose than what you're trying to do in terms of just sell, you know, a product. So like uh, if you're selling, you know, eyeglasses, I think Warby Parker, you buy one, they give one to someone who doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, can't afford glasses. Or okay. there's like, you know, socks, there's a company out there that like donates a pair for every pair that they get. Or like Tom's. The, or Tom's, shoes. like the shoes, right. Yeah. So that sort of cause marketing, mm-hmm. that uh, that that seems to be connecting a lot more these days with, you know, I guess a lot of people, specifically younger demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found anything like that to, you know, inspire you to buy something? Yeah, uh, just like Tom's. Yeah. Um, there's another brand. I, f- I forgot the name, but um, their whole thing is you buy a pair of shoes and part of that money goes um, donated to like uh, animal shelters. Oh, okay, like nice. Dogs and cats. Nice. Maybe you would have gone with somebody else, but, you know, if you're, you know, passionate about a cause. Yeah. You know, you might as well give that money basically to charity. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, I, th- I think that's um, that's an interesting... And really great thing that's come out of, you know, 
trying to have these these con- deeper connections with your customers mm-hmm. because it it benefits everybody when you have something like that, right? right. It's not just about making money for your company. It's right, about yeah. doing better for the people in the you know around you or your community. Uh, I, I think that that is a really nice um, side effect of trying to connect with with customers mm-hmm. on a deeper level. Um, and you know, just just on the you know the other side of things is if you're trying to do something like that, but very clearly aren't following through on something, or you're merely suggesting that you're going to do something, but you know it's it's sort of like a gray area. Mm-hmm. People people will sniff that out immediately, right. you know, and see through that. And people because people want to, you know, they they want an on, honest conversation, mm-hmm. right? So they want to know that whoever's talking to them isn't, you know isn't bullshitting them. Right. It's, it's important that whatever you're putting out there is something that you believe in. Yeah. Right. So I think that's what, what audiences will connect with a lot more these days, instead of just look at my product, look at my, you know, what I do Mm. at the end of the day, you, you want to make sure that if you're able to connect with your audience and do something for them beyond just whatever the purchase is, you're going to have a customer for life, you know, right. You know, just the same as good customer service will keep someone coming back. Mm -hmm. Being genuine, being honest with your customers is going to create a connection that can last for as long as you're in business. And I think that's, that's the, the most important takeaway is, you know, be open and honest and transparent, show vulnerability as a company, if you need to, um, you know, even even things like uh, you know, large stores like like Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. They're a huge company, and yet their Instagram page consistently features, you know, employees from the stores. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's it's fantastic, mm. and it's just you know like little like fun callouts to the different people who work there. That's cool. You know, I mean, yes, they do have buy this thing, buy that thing, right, right. you know, but it's Walmart, so you understand that's what they're trying to do in the end. Mm-hmm. But they're also, you know, they're putting a face to their brand mm-hmm. and they're saying, okay, you know, buy this thing because you're going to need it and you might as well because, you know, Susan works here yeah. and Susan's awesome. <laughs> and when you see something like that, you know, it just, you know, it just, it just makes you feel good because you know, there's, there's a person there. Gone are the days where a faceless blind corporation mm-hmm. is acceptable in any form. I mean, you go anywhere and you, you just see the most successful companies out there right now are making sure that they are human, you know, right, yeah. and have a face to them. Yeah. So, you know, open, honest, trans, transparent, um, you know, uh, approaches to, to talking to customers. I think that's really the, the way that you can connect better with any, with anybody, uh, you know, especially a customer. Yeah. And sometimes, um, business owners should, uh, cause I know they can get lost in like their product and just look at it from their perspective and right. not look at it from the customer's perspective. Right. You know, sometimes the, you know, when you're, you're so focused and you're looking at it from your own perspective, you lose sight of what the customer really needs. Right. Exactly. You know, so another thing that a lot of companies are able to do, um, you know, even ahead of the marketing effort, you know, is collecting that information not even blindly, but collecting that information by going out and talking to your customers, mm-hmm. you know, get on the street, get out there. If you're, you know, um, you know, if you're, if you're, let's say a large automotive company, like we've worked with 
you know, large automotive companies yeah. here. And we've done research where we're out there in the field talking to the different dealers mm -hmm. and saying, here's what we've made for you in the past. You know, we've worked with the company. We've made these things. Yeah. What works and what doesn't? You know, right. we're doing this kind of blind to start because we have to do something. Right. You know, um, but now that it's out there and it's working and it's in practice, you know, we, we've done that where we get feedback directly from them and say, mm -hmm. all right, well, what works? What doesn't work? Why Why do you want this? You know, mm -hmm. how can we help you? And then from that, we're able to make a better product the next time. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Ideas always go further when they're shared. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a review on iTunes or drop us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think about today's topic. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.